Blog Talk Radio.
Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. This is Off the Chain. I'm your host, Yvonne Mason. My co-host, Ian Bush, is on vacation for the next two weeks, so I am flying solo tonight with the gentleman that uh, sang our introduction song, country music artist Gary Pratt, with his song, Something Worth Remembering, and we will be talking about that after I give you all the skinny on this wonderful, wonderful young man, I am so honored, so proud that he was willing to come and sit down with me tonight. He is a singer, a songwriter, but most of all, an energetic country entertainer who connects with his audience. He grew up in the small, old coal mining town of Slickville, Pennsylvania. In addition to being the front man for several local bands in the Pittsburgh area, Gary has had the experience of hitting the Nashville Club and Showcase scene. He has had the pleasure of singing at the Tennessee State Fair, Rocky Gap Music Festival, and CMA Fest. Gary has been the opening act for such greats. Are you ready for this, ladies and gentlemen? I know you know these names. The one and only Dwight Yoakam, Pam Tillis, Lori Morgan, Ronnie Millsap and Crystal Gale. That's just to name a few. And I, my children grew up listening to these artists. My son still listens to these artists. His current recording project, Something Worth Remembering, is dedicated to his brother who recently passed. The album is a combination of Gary's original and songs written by credited Nashville writers. The title track was written by Grammy Award nominee Tony Arata, who wrote Garth Brooks' The Dance. This project has been in the making for over a year. It was recorded at Tonic Studios with engineer Doug Casper, producer Brian Cole, and musician artist Adam Ernst. Excited about this new album, Gary invited MTS male vocalist Matt Weston, who has been on this show many times, and was just on this show a little while ago, and female vocalist Savannah Nider to help out on a few songs. Savannah and Gary recorded the duet he wrote to find us at Omni Studios in Nashville. It was the first time Gary and Savannah actually met, and they are now making plans to write together in the future. Gary is forever thankful to God for walking with him through life, paving this music journey, and for putting the gift of music in his heart. Gary... That last sentence just endears me more to you, my friend. Welcome to the show. Uh, Thank you so much. I'm so excited to be here. I appreciate the time. Well, I appreciate you. You're a busy, busy man, and I appreciate you taking an hour out of your busy, busy life to sit down with us. (laughs) That's not a problem. Before we get into this song that you um, opened with, as I was reading your bio and reading about you, the one thing that struck me is you have a very, very deep faith, and you have a clear understanding that God has a plan for everything. And that come, that came through in that song. Awesome. Yeah, I what do. Um, God is with me every day, you know. From the time I wake up to the time I go to bed. And and you give him praise for your gift. And see, this is what a lot of people don't understand is our gifts are not something that that we give ourselves. No, 
No, everything, um, you know, I was given that this gift of music for a reason. And, um, you know, for, for one thing, it makes me happy, you know, and for other, other reasons, you know, it makes other people happy. But, you know, recently with this new album, you know, I sort of found a purpose for my music and a message that I want to give to people. And I, I think it's what music should be about. Before I was just sort of singing songs and writing songs, but now I sort of have, um, a purpose that I want people to, you know, to hear about. And, um, we can get into that a little bit more later, but, um, and that this just came with this new album and, uh, the passing month brother, of course, had a lot of effect on that. But, um, yeah, I definitely, um, I definitely have a message for people. So let me ask you this. And you and I talked a little bit about this before the show. You and I both have lost a sibling and that, that cuts to the quick. When you were putting this album together, ladies and gentlemen, the album is called Something Worth Remembering, and and putting the song together, did it help you with the grieving process? Because, you know, grief has no timeline. It, it, grief goes on forever. Sometimes it just gets easier to spare. There are certain things in our lives that sometimes help us over the bumps in the road. Did this help you grieve? Yes, yes, majorly. Um, and it, you know, it, it definitely helped me. Not only me, you know, it helped my parents because they saw the whole process going on. I was actually in the studio, and um, I was recording a Christmas album before this. And then I got this idea as a, I was doing the Christmas album to do an album, another album following. And then the idea of dedicating it to my brother, and that sort of molded the album uh, of what songs I picked and what songs that I wrote. And um, as I was in the studio and we were recording this current album, something worth remembering, it wasn't making too much sense to me. I didn't want it to be, to dedicate it to my brother. It wasn't making sense. I, I didn't want it just to be like, a book you open and you see someone's name and the book has nothing to do with that person. I wanted right. it to be something about life and some kind of message. So we were putting all the songs together and I kept telling my producer, I said, this just doesn't make sense to dedicate this to my brother because it's not, it's not what I want. You know, it, it just, it wasn't making sense to me. So we, um, Brian uh, Cole brought this song to me, Something Worth Remembering. And uh, when he told me it was written by Tony Arada, which I've followed Tony Arada for a while. He's actually a great singer also, not only a writer. Um, But when he found this song and he brought it to me and I heard this song, I was like, you know, I got to have this song. And once I heard that song, I knew exactly what song was going to be first on the album, what song was going to be last. This this song was the key to the whole album. And it ended up being like a song about life. It's like a life story from the beginning to the end. It's, it's a journey. And, um, you know, I believe God brought that song to me, and, and it was free. And Tony said, you know, go ahead and um, record the song. And... The song reminds me of my brother so much because he was always doing 
things for other people, you know, good things. Mm-hmm. And, um, and you know, people remember him by that. There's still people. My brother actually passed away. It's been four years now, believe it or not. And um, so it's like yesterday. But people still come up to me, and I don't even know them sometimes. And they'll say, hey, you know, your brother did this or your brother did that. Um, uh, and it just makes me... I, I appreciated them before, but it was like, now it's like, I didn't know half of this stuff, you know, and the song just makes more of an impact on me as people come up and, and tell me these stories. Um, of course, he wasn't, you know, he wasn't always a straight and narrow, but um, we all make mistakes in that. And that that's even in the song, you know, you have wars inside, you got to face them, you know, and um, yeah. uh, you know, let people help you and, and get through them. That's life. Everyone has that. And um, so this song, that's why we titled the album Something Worth Remembering because, you know, it's 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 a journey. It's a life story. And, you know, there's some of his things in life that are through that album. And there's, you know, things that I've done that are through the album too. So, but to dedicate it to him now, it just made so much sense with that, with that song. And um, as far as the grieving process, you know, it's we go through it every day. Um, I have another business. My mom and dad work with me every day, and we always talk about my brother and you know the things that he did. And um, it's and they listen to the songs, and you know they saw the whole process going on. So it, I think it was a you know a process for both of us, a grieving process that this helped. I think it helped us. And and let me ask you this. And, and you and I both have talked about this before. We both have this very deep abiding faith and understanding that this song was presented to you. And, and I will say through divine intervention, because I do think that God places things in our path when we need them. Would it be safe to say that if someone listens to this song and opens their heart, it could help them as well? Yes, this this whole album would, but that song, so many people have come up to me sometimes and they're saying, you know, that song made me cry, but it, you know, it made me think about, maybe sometimes they even don't even think about someone they've lost maybe 20 years ago, you know, and it says it reminds me of, you know, of this person or that person that passed away. And, you know, I think that's awesome that people that have passed away that long ago too, that, People maybe not in their family, maybe they just knew them, but it reminded them of something that they may have done for them. Um, and it's about, you know, doing stuff for other people that maybe you don't even know and, you know, making this world a better place. Um, I don't know if that answered your question or not. It does. But, it, absolutely. Okay. And, see, and, and again, this is why we don't do a scripted show because this, ladies and gentlemen, you know why we call this off the chain. We do not do a scripted show because the <laughs> conversations just take on their own life form. And in in the environment that we find ourselves now, people are looking for something to hold on to. And if memories help them hold on to what is going on in this world, hey, good on them. And I really believe that, that you were, this song was meant for you, my friend, because you 
deliver that thing so well and with so much emotion and so much power and and so many visuals because things were dancing around in my head that I hadn't thought about in years. <laughs> yeah, I just it's an awesome song and I'm so glad and you know grateful that you know like I said God brought that to me and it was available for me to to record and um you know it helped it helps it does help with the grieving grieving process and remembering my brother and and other people too that I've lost in the past and um you know we all should strive you know the message here is to strive to do good for others and you know i mean tomorrow might not come you know if you got to say i love you to someone or you know or you know say i'm sorry i mean some of these things that people hold on to grudges and stuff they're not worth it the energy's not worth it and um to patch things up with especially with siblings or, or family you know I, i've seen families be torn apart over something that's is not worth it and True. um so hopefully this will bring people together and to think hey you know what um maybe i should say i'm sorry or just say i love you and and because tomorrow is not guaranteed and um you know, you can't be holding a grudge like that. You know, it just, after someone's gone, you know, it's, uh, I, I recently heard a song called Till You Can't. And it's about, um, one of the things in, on the song is about a guy telling his dad, no, I can't go fishing. I got too much on my plate. Well, um, he goes, take a rain check and he can only take a rain check and, until he can't. He's gone, you know. So you got to right. make time with your family and, and do stuff with them and with your friends and, and for people that you don't know. Um, so that's sort of my message I'm trying to get out there and don't be afraid to go for your dreams and things like that. But we'll get into, you know, there's different songs on the album. Um, but um, I, I'm just so blessed to have that on the album. So blessed. Well, I am too. I'm going to tell you, I, I am, I am very, um, very, very happy that that song is on the album because it absolutely is going out. Ladies and gentlemen, we're heard in over 32 countries now, and that song just went out to over 32 countries. So you're going to get a whole lot of (laughs) of feedback on this one, my dear one. Now, I have a question for you. I've been listening to my children I am 70 years old. My oldest child is 40. How old is he? 48 years old. <laughs> Something. He, when he was a baby, I would put him in his crib at night, and he would go to sleep listening to Dwight Yoakam and Pam Tillis and Lori Morgan and Ronnie Millsap <laughs> and Crystal Gale. And he still, at 48 years old, he still listens to those iconic names. What was it like opening for these greats in the country music industry? There is a um, there's a place, uh, a theater here uh, near me, and they get a lot of the older country stars in, and um, you know. I've had the opportunity to open up for all those people. And, you know, um, I have to say Pam Tillis and Lori Morgan are awesome. They treated me like I was just 
part of them. You know, they had me signing autographs when they were signing autographs. Uh, they knocked on my door and said, hey, we're going for pizza. You want to go get pizza before the show? And I was like, I was like, son, I couldn't even talk. You know, I was like, <laughs> door, I'm going, you know. Um, I opened up the door and I was like, I was like, you know, starstruck. But, uh, and um, Ronnie Millsap, I mean, they, they've all been really great. Um, and And you can, what's really neat is standing behind stage and watching them from a different view. And, uh, that was just pretty awesome. I got a lot of pictures like that with, you know, with different artists on stage and me behind them. But, um, you know, some of them are, are a little more friendly than others. And, uh, you know, they're on the road all the time. You can't expect them to be always, you know, that friendly to the other acts that might be there. Usually I was the only act in front of the, in front, you know, opening up for them. Mm-hmm. Um Crystal Gow, I really did not meet, but I did get to open up for her. Um, Dwight Yoakam was awesome. Um, what I like about Dwight's show, and he's not just that uh, T-shirt and ball cap look when he comes out. His whole group is, uh, they're dressed for a show. And um, I don't dress like well, all the sequins are, and all that, but I don't have a ball cap and a T-shirt on either. Um <laughs> Yeah, they all look good. I don't, you know, that's okay if that's their look. It's not my look, but um, everyone has to have a look. Um, It's so exciting opening up for these people and and just being able to say, hey, I did this. And um, so, um, yeah, I just hope, hopefully I get to meet some more people, you know, and open up for them or or whatever. But, uh, yeah, that's sort of a highlight. You know, when I get to open up for someone that, you know, that gets my music out there. And uh, I, I just, um, I love it. I hope I get to do more, you know. Well, I, I'm i going to put that under that something worth remembering column for you. Because okay. that is a memory that's priceless. You You can't buy a memory like that. No. And not everybody has that memory, you know. Right. So, yeah. That is amazing. Yes. And also, uh, ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to tell you this: this this guy. It when I did my deep dive on him, I'm I'm looking at at all of these big name companies that sponsor him, and I'm going just wow. Just just listen to this: Um, Twisted X boots. That's a huge Western boot outfit. Perina Mills, y'all all know about Perina dog food and cat food. Yeah, that's that's that one. John Deere, how many of you know what a John Deere tractor is? Yeah, there was a song about a John Deere tractor. Yeah, that one. Uh, Alvarez guitars. This man is on his way to the top of the heap. I'm telling you because you don't get these kinds of sponsorships by not being visible again that's another something to remember memory for you oh gosh i'm gonna have to i'm gonna have to uh write a book about that maybe you can help me (laughs) i can do that i would be happy to yeah (laughs) you know that just popped in my head (laughs) hey we can make that happen we can call it your it'll be your memoirs you're also um, on the Oklahoma 
artist council performing artist? No, um, that I don't know about. You don't know about? Well, it was on your thing. Maybe it was somebody else's. Yeah, Hold on. yeah, it could have been. Yeah. Let me see. Yeah, is this Gary is also an Oklahoma Arts Council performing artist. This is on one of your bios. Yeah. Woo-hoo. I'm gonna have to check that out. There's yeah. some things going on right now that that I I don't know about. Um, uh, it could be because of uh, uh, recently I won um, International Singer Songwriter um, of the Year um, bronze, and um, that was real exciting and. You know, that's opening up some doors for me. So there could be a couple things there that's been added by, you know, MTS that I don't know about yet. But um, I'll check it he, out, definitely. He's 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 sneaky like that. You, you have to watch my friend Michael. He's good <laughs> like that. <laughs> when, when you know I what? He's started, awesome. He is awesome. I'm going to tell you, anytime he gets a new artist, or an artist releases a new song, he sends it to me and says, hey, Vaughn, how about this one? And I'll say, yeah, when do you want them? When do you want me to put them on the show? Send me their stuff. And he does. And, sure. and he and I have had this relationship now going on eight years, if you can believe that. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure. I'm just glad I, I got introduced to him. And, and he said, sure, you know, I'll take you on and and um, see what we can do. And, you know, so far it's it's been wonderful. He he actually he I think he lives about twenty miles thirty maybe thirty miles away from me. So we're pretty close. Um, I've never met Michael, but we've talked and emailed almost. I think we email at least uh, you know <laughs> almost every day a couple times. Well, I remember when he first started, and he had a handful of um, clients. One of them being Richard Lynch, and Richard and, yes, and it was Richard yeah. Lynch and Matt Weston and Jamie Parsons, and they came on the show. And I told every one of them, I said, "You guys have such a gift. Hold on to your hat because you all are going to the top." And they said, "From your mouth to God's ears." And apparently, God has been listening because. Yeah, I. I I know Matt pretty well, and I know you know his belief in God. And um, uh, actually, he lost his father before all mm-hmm. this happened too. So we all we all have you know that in common. A lot of people have lost other people, and you know that's that's hard to get through. But um, music helps us, you know, and helps him, yep. and helps me. And um, Richard Lynch, he's you know he's at the top. He's he's doing excellent. And uh, this is my first single with. Um, with uh, MTS and, and the single that we first put out was a song you can drink a beer to, and, and it's we're doing play that. really well. Oh, awesome! I have, yeah, it's... I have that song. Funny you should mention that. Shall we play <laughs> it? <laughs> that would be great. I want people to hear it. You know, it's doing really well. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, this is off the chain. I'm your host Yvonne Mason with my guest, country music star and yes he is a star Gary Pratt and we are going to play a song you can drink a beer to we were just talking about it
between And it's Friday night Maybe you just turned 21 And you're having the time of your life Maybe you're falling in love Maybe you're breaking up Or there's a steel guitar playing Or a bass line bumping You're grabbing a cold one You wanna hear a song you can drink Chain. I am your host, Yvonne Mason, with my guest, country music star Gary Pratt, and that was his song, A Song You Can Drink a Beer To. Let's talk about that song, Gary. What brought that song? Well, um, that was actually, I didn't write that song. I wrote six of the songs on the album, and five of the songs I did not. That's one of the songs I, I did not write, but it was written by um, Larry McCoy and also Reba McIntyre's niece, um, Autumn McIntyre, and um, I got that uh, through. I got that song through a guy named Cheryl Blackman. Uh, he's a um, song plugger in Nashville, and um, we were 
I wanted some, you know, I wanted some fun songs on a, on the album too, and things that people can sing along to. But um, when we were picking that song, um, well, when um, Mike Stover he asked me what song on the album do you think we should release first, and Mike has more experience than that. Um, this is the first time that um, I actually, you know, dealt with um, with a record company, and I said, well, you know what? You have more experience. What song do you think? I was thinking of this song anyhow because everybody can relate to it, but I really wanted to know what he thought, and he picked the same song, so we were good to go on that, and um, we picked the song because, like I said, everybody can relate to it. It doesn't matter what situation you are in life. It could be, um, you know, you're just celebrating the end of a day or the end of the work week, um, celebrating maybe a wedding or on the other hand maybe you have a broken heart and you know so you hear a, a, you need still need a song to drink a beer to or like um you know, in our cases you know sometimes when people lose people even them you know going away somewhere or or passing away you know there's songs that that um remind you or help you through situations too so you always everybody needs a song to drink a beer to so that's why we pick that song and you know people can sing along to it and um so that's how that song got to be the first uh single um in fact it's still the first single we haven't released the second one yet and we're debating on well, which song but i think i know which one's going to be but um so that's how that song came about being on the album and being the first the first single with mts and i'm so proud of it it's doing wonderful um, they're playing it um, a lot in Nashville on a station called WNHE with um, DJ Buck McCoy. He has new Music Mondays, and it's been on that station for the last uh, three, four months. And um, I have people from this area, just they call that station, and they have a lot of sister stations too in other areas, but um, they call my people to support me and my fans and my family. They call us the Stiller, Gary Stiller Nation, because every Monday night they bombard the lines uh, to that, that station to tell them to play my songs. So they've that been it's on rotation there. Yeah, I have, I have the most wonderful, wonderful people locally that just um, – you know, I, I love them. They're like, they're, you know, my fans that come out all the time. I just love them. And I've been doing it for a, a while here and people, I know them personally and, and, you know, a lot of them. And now I'm getting to know more people because of the album, but I have the most wonderful people that come out and, um, you know, I am just so blessed with the people around me and God loving people. And um, yeah, they're wonderful. Well, I know there are people that are sitting out there going, well, boy, he just zoomed to the top in a hurry. But it's it's like we were talking about on the show last week. Success does not happen overnight, and it does not happen in a vacuum. There are a lot of blood, sweat, tears. And I'm not going to say failures because I don't believe in failures. I believe in falling down and getting back up. The only failure is not having to try not having tried whatever it is that you have a dream of. But there yes. what people don't understand is is 
this is not something that you just woke up one day and it happened. No. No, I've been doing this quite a while. Um, out of college, I moved to Nashville. Um, I was there for about a year and back and forth. I was there like every month um, uh, doing stuff down there. And, you know, everybody in Nashville, I mean, it would be great to live there. But, you know, when you're an artist and you're out of college and you're trying to make, you know, make a living and then you're living in Nashville um, everybody wants you to play for free because, you know, you, and I completely understand that you want to be heard, you know, and uh, you get a lot of, you know, people that um, maybe turn you down and add, and you get discouraged. I moved back home and um, I decided I was just, I, you know, I'm, I'm done with this. I'm not doing this anymore. And I sort of lost who I was because I have been singing and writing since I was a kid and, um, in fact, when I was a baby, my parents couldn't even turn off the radio. They, they would turn the radio off, and I would, they said I would just scream. So <laughs> I've loved music since that. Uh, yeah, she told me that story the other day, and I said i got to use that in the interview. So, Absolutely. Um, that's true. <laughs> uh, Sounds like my children. But, uh, <laughs> you know, it, I've been doing it a while, and all my life now, I like quit for a year, and I wasn't happy. I, and I decided, you know what? I don't care if I'm in my basement singing the rest of my life. I'm just going to do it because this is, this is part of me. You know, it's half my being. And when I quit, I was like, I lost, I lost me, you know. And um, so I've been doing it quite a while. Um, and uh, I wouldn't trade anything. I'm glad I'm right where I'm supposed to be right now. And uh, it's, success is definitely not overnight and you know there's there's a song that starts the album out i'll mention this um it's about fear you know and people are afraid to go after their dreams and i don't know if they're afraid of failure or afraid of success whatever it may be but you know something makes you happy it doesn't matter how big of maybe a star you might be or or whatever if it makes you happy then that that's success you know, yes. um, it doesn't, it's not measured by, by money or fame. It's measured by you being happy inside. And when you're happier inside then you, you can show the world more things, you know, and, you know, being grateful to God that you have that and God will, you know, he'll, he'll make things happen for you. And um, the first song on the album is called, you got to jump in. And it, I wrote that song because, you know, we and it, it pertains to um, living life. We've only got one life to live. You know, if you have a dream, go for it. If you want to ask a girl out, go for it. Because what's the worst thing can happen? She's going to say they no. They say no. Or yeah, and so what? <laughs> you know what? And, and you we, know what? Guess what, my friend? I I think that you have either been in my head. Are you were with me when I set the show? Because we're going to play okay. that song next. <laughs> you know what? That happens to me quite often, but it's not <laughs> me. It's not me setting that up. It's God. Amen. So let's just go right straight to the song since you've already explained. Ladies and gentlemen, again, this is Off the Chain. I'm your host, Yvonne Mason, with the wonderful, wonderful country music star and I say that with pride 
Gary Pratt. And here is the song we were just talking about. You got to jump in. <laughs> Back there in the woods We were just some crazy kids Having fun any way we could I was a little scared When we stood up on the ledge Listening to our friends say Yeah, you gotta jump in You gotta jump in Don't be afraid Take a leap of faith Yeah, you gotta jump in
to get a ticket to see you. <laughs> wow. No one's ever said that before. <laughs> I, because the, you have such, just like your bio says, you bring the audience up on the stage with you, just sitting here listening to your music tonight. Thank you. I felt connect a connection, and it's not just because we're having this conversation, but you know how to reach people in a way that many of the younger artists haven't learned yet. You've you've been out there long enough that that you're not only a performer and an entertainer, but you're a magnet to people's hearts. Yeah, that's what I that's what I want to be, and I, like I said, with this new album. That's what it's molding me, you know, to be um, um, to even be a better person, actually. But up on stage, I've always been um, energetic in that. But you know, I'm I'm learning to. Um, I, like I said earlier, I'm, I have a purpose now and a and a, a message to give to people. And and a lot of my songs that I write, I take negative situations and I will I'll turn them around even on the album I'd mentioned I did a Christmas album we were talking earlier before this and then um, before that I had an album out that had about maybe it's like an EP maybe seven or eight nine songs on I can't remember I think seven or whatever but um, I wrote all the songs on that but all the situations were pretty much negative situations that people don't have hope and um, there are a lot of songs, like I said, that I write, um, I've been told, you know, they're inspirational. And um, a lot of times you do hear, you know, the word of, you know, faith and, and God um, in, in some of my songs. And, um, you know, it, it's given, people said it gives, gives them some hope and uh, for negative situations because it's not our timing, it's God's timing. And, um you know, you might think that your life might not be going like you want to right now, but there there's a purpose for that. And maybe you're not, maybe you're going through a heartbreak, but maybe you lost that person because that person wasn't the right one for you. And um, so situations like that. And that is so, so, so true. And I, in my own personal life, especially when we lost our, my granddaughter at 13, I told my daughter, I said, she was born for a purpose. The purpose was for her to die at 13 in order for a 12-year-old to live because her heart went into a little 12-year-old girl who was at death's door. Yeah, that's hard to take a situation like that for sure try to look at the positive that you, you were trying and, you know, you have to. Um, but that's the message that I want to give to people when I'm on stage. And like you said, I want to invite them up. But um, to lose a child is, um, well, my parents did, you know. And I, that had to be all, you know, very devastating for your family. Well, again, we're back to that faith in God because, we all know God have, has a plan. This is what I've taught my children from the time they were born. Like you said, everything is in God's time, and God has no timeline. His time is, is infinite. 
and he sees way down the road where we only see in front of our face. And when we can allow ourselves to have enough faith in God to understand that he knows everything, even millennial down the road, he knows it all. And when we just give it all to him and say, okay, God, here I am, do with me what you will, and I will in turn use the gifts that you have given me to send a message, which is exactly what you are doing, which makes your performance so much more meaningful. Yeah. He's he's with me at every performance, that's for sure. I I am just, those three songs tonight spoke to me, and they all delivered, they all told a story, and they all delivered a message. And that in in this day and age, sometimes it's very hard to do. You you can do one or the other, but to be able to do both, what a gift. Right. Thank you. Thank you. You're making now, me feel really good. <laughs> well, that, it, it's, I only speak in facts, my friend. People will tell you. <laughs> Yvonne, Yvonne only speaks in facts. <laughs> we, we don't speculate here. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to switch gears for just a minute. You grew up in a small coal mining town. And for people yeah. that have never had the opportunity to live in that environment, would it be safe to say, or would it be correct to say, that living in a coal mining town, especially one that is um, about mined out or people are leaving because that's not an easy thing to grow up in. Am I right? Well, you know what? Um, Me growing up there, I'm sure before my time it it was hard because the mines were closing and everything like that. But being from a small town like that, um, it was great to grow up there because everybody knew everybody. And, you know, I mean, um, you know, different um, parents would for other kids. Of course, now today's world is completely different. Um, right. I mean, when I was growing up, I could I could walk down to the little store we had, a little, you know, or um, like now my nephew, I mean, when he's growing up, it's like, you're not walking down there at being 10 years old or riding your bike somewhere, you know, and I look at him, he's not even my kid because I, I don't have children, but it was like, no, you're not doing that. <laughs> you know, if you want to go to the store, I'll drive you to the store. But it, it was different then, you know, and, uh-huh. and being from a small town, even now, um, we just had our, I think, a centennial. Um, and like, it's, like I said, it's a small town. A lot of the older people are, you know, starting to pass away and, Houses are going up for sale, so it's all changing for sure. Um, but I wouldn't change um, living in a small town. Now, when I went to college and moved from that small town to uh, downtown Pittsburgh, um, that was culture shock for me. And uh, it was like, oh, my gosh, look at this world out here, you know. And uh, then uh, after college, and I moved back home for a little bit before I went to Nashville, and I was like, that was culture shock going backwards because <laughs> I was used to everything being right there, you know, and now I'm back in this little town and I don't like it here, you know, but <laughs> I wouldn't trade, I wouldn't trade growing up there at all. Um, um, in fact, you know, a lot of people that have 
grown up there, um, you know, we're friends, you know, and, um, it's, it's, it's pretty cool. It's, it's nice to grow up in a small town or a small area. Um, I wouldn't trade it at all. It's a big I'm, world out there. But. I know on the street that I grew up on, it was three blocks long. And I had so many different sets of parents that I couldn't sneeze without somebody knowing about it. And there there were five children in my family, and we were called the Robinson kids because we ran in a pack. And whatever we did always beat us back home. (laughs) Oh, yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, I have some stories. (laughs) But, you know, here's an an example. Um, which is this happened to my parents this weekend. Um, my brother who passed away, um, his, his one friend, um, Brian, um, he's the head of um, some chef, Pittsburgh Chef Association. And they were having a, um, like a celebration. I guess they have it every year. And um, he invited my mom and dad to go to the event. And um, it was just laid back, picnic, but all the chefs that, that come to this, event they bring food so you know the food was really good and um my my brother's friend who he lost his parents um two years ago i'm not quite sure when um but as he was always at our house and um when he was growing up and that but um when he introduced my parents to some of the people there he introduced them as his parents. Wow. These are my parents. And I think that it was like a healing thing for my parents to hear that, you know. And, you know, I remember my brother, and I think it was both, you know, and my for my parents going there to be, you know, as his guests, I think that was, that helped all of them. They were helping mm-hmm. each other. Mm-hmm. And, um, but that's just. You know, one of the things when you come up from a small town and you grow up and sort of grow up in someone else's house, you're always visiting there, you know, or vice versa. Um, you get to be close with those people. And they become surrogate parents. Yes. You are not going to believe this, my friend, but we have now hit our five-minute mark. Are you serious? We're I just told on a roll. You, I- <laughs> I told you this hour goes by so fast. That's why I asked you before the show if you would be willing to come back because there's so much more to talk about. And I do owe you an apology. There is another artist out there. His name is Gary S. Pratt, and he is from Oklahoma. So Okay, okay. that makes sense now. I gave this information, so I am very, very sorry, ladies and gentlemen. That's what happens when you don't pay attention, when you're old like I am. Yeah, but maybe that happened for a reason. Maybe John John Green, uh, John Deere is going to call me now and sponsor me too. (laughs) You know, good good will come out of this. So quickly, tell the folks (laughs) things happen for a reason. They do. Tell the folks where yep. you're going to be this weekend so that they can okay. come and see you. Well, if you're um, from the Pennsylvania area or if you want to travel real quick, um, Saturday at 1 p.m. I'm doing a show at the Greensburg Music Fest, um, Greensburg, Pennsylvania. Uh, 1 o'clock, it's uh, an hour show, and um, I know it's going to be packed. Um, so if you want to stop out, do that. If not, please check out 
www.garyprattmusic.com. Check out my music. You can get it on Spotify. You can get it on iTunes, um, Diesel, Tidal. Um, you know, join my Facebook page, uh, Gary Pratt Fans, or just Gary Pratt. Um, there's a couple of pages out there. I'd, I'd appreciate it. And if you hear my music and you want to contact me and tell me if you like it or if you don't like it, um, you can email me also, and that's on my uh, webpage. You can check that out. And like I said, you know, I'd be happy to hear from you. So in about a minute and a half, can you impart some of your wisdom to folks out there, whether they decide to go into the music industry or whether they are just, wanting to live life, what would you tell them? Music industry, just if, if it's in your heart, just keep doing it. Don't be, you know, afraid to go for your dreams. And it doesn't matter how old you are. If that's your dream, whatever it may be, uh, writing a book or, you know, whatever it may be, just, you know, go for it. If it that's living life. When you when you're, have a goal and you're, you're going for it or, or even just helping others or whatever, that's living life. You're not just existing. Excellent. And you are so right, my friend. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Yvonne Mason with my host, country music star Gary Pratt. This is Off the Chain. On Monday night, we will have artist Gail Golden with us at 8 o'clock Eastern Time. On Tuesday night, we will do a Davy Williamson reboot at 8 o'clock as he was unable to join us the last time we had him scheduled. You do not want to miss these two shows. Again, I will be flying solo as my co-host is visiting his little daughter for two weeks. And when he asked me if, if I would be upset with him, I said, absolutely not. Give that young and a hug for me because she is, is that, she is so precious. And please... Go and and look up Gary's music because, as you've heard tonight, his music not only entertains, it not only tells a story, but it enters the heart and it stays with you. And we all have something worth remembering. And we all just got to jump in. Am I right, Gary? That's, That's exactly right. Yes. And re- and remember, there is always a song that you can drink a beer to. <laughs> yeah, and if you can't find a song, just find my song. See how well that played out? <laughs> it just we just played out. I know. Beer, so. <laughs> <laughs> I love it when my when my uh, guests just know the right thing and just jump right in there and just let things play off of each other. That is just so <laughs> much fun. And and it the beauty is, of tech- comfortable. It is comfortable, and that's what this show is all about, about being comfortable, about being able just to have a conversation with, with two friends and, and saying things that are from the heart and leaving a lasting impression. Gary, I want to thank you for being with me tonight. I will contact Michael and get you rescheduled. Thank you for spending an hour with me. I can't wait to do this again. You're more than welcome. Find me on Facebook. and. Um... You take care. God bless. And again, thank you so much. Same to you, my friend. And I will friend you so I can send you this link. Ladies and gentlemen, we will see you next next Monday night right here on Off the Chain. I am your host, Yvonne Mason. We want to wish you all a good night. 
And remember, there's always something worth remembering. With that, we will close our show. Good night, all. Good night, Gary. Good night. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs>